Do you wake up in the morning still tired, wishing you were asleep or dead? Oh, I wish I was asleep or dead. You should try some of Papa's coffee. It'll make you feel great. Oh, shit. Uh, Papa's coffee. Oh, yeah, I got all this energy now. Oh, oh shit. Uh, I gotta line up uh, all these things. I'm gonna organize these snails. Look, I've organized all these snails. They're color-coded. They're all in a line. Holy shit, I got a lot of energy. I Why am I shitting so much? I have so much shit now. Papa's coffee isn't your normal coffee. You get rid of that pansy shit and start drinking Papa's coffee, you'll start 10 million projects in one day and only get halfway through all of them. Oh my god, I'm dating 300 women at once. They, they all want to take me out to dinner. This is a problem, but I can't stop. You'll have enough energy to satisfy multiple women. Not just physically, but also emotionally, because now you have the time to keep up with multiple conversations at once. I'm having so many conversations, and I've pleasured so many women. I need to stop. This is a cry for help. Please help. Be careful, though, if you drink too much of Papa's coffee. You could start to feel like your heart's about to bounce out of your chest. And if you're not careful, it just might. I can't feel my face anymore. I can't feel my face when I'm with you, but I like it. You're listening to Rapture FM, your one-stop shop for Rapture Mayhem. Now, I know that there are some rumors going around that a certain somebody who created Rapture is basically in our pockets. and These allegations are not true. Speaking of Andrew Ryan, can we just take a moment to appreciate all of the hard work that this man put into creating this utopia that we're so privileged to live in? I mean, yeah, we don't get sunlight, but at the same time, we don't have to pay taxes, and that's pretty great. But enough about that, let's get into what we're actually here for. We're getting ready to see what our Rapture Boys are up to! And remember, since it's 1958, let's all light up a cigarette, give it to our children, and drink some coffee! Hello everybody, welcome back to Rapture, where our adventurers have got themselves into a cold, icy, stuck situation. I am Johnny Glasgow, Shark Hunter, and Drunk. Alright, somebody introduce themselves next. <laughs> Well, why aren't you introducing yourself, Mr. God? <laughs> I am Jonathan. Hey, Jonathan <laughs> in the role of Mad Mav, Mavis Madsen, Mad Scientist. Right. And uh, I'm I'm Parker. That's right. The one, the only Parker. And I will be playing this evening the wonderful and exquisite role of Solo Kim. Well, that's misleading. Uh, hi, I'm Caleb. Uh, I'll be playing Jack. He um, talks a lot, but not really. But he's really good at talking. Don't worry about it. Talks a lot and gets nothing done. What's up, everybody? This is CJ playing Frank the Tank Faulkner. Uh, we are a construction worker. We help build Rapture, and we're ready to kick Jack's tail. And, <laughs> and last but not certainly least... No matter what Jack says, is the GM here, John, here to get us started and to get Jack's ass whooped on this episode. I don't know about you, but I'm excited. The shadow people should be on my side. That's all I'm saying. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. Does someone want to say the magic words? 
Oh, uh, uh, GM, general manager, Johnny Boy, can you recap the last episode? Would you kindly? I thought it was last time on Welcome to Rapture. What <laughs> last time on Welcome to Rapture. Last time on Welcome to Rapture. Oh, that's depressing. <laughs> yeah, mine was better. Cut him. Use mine instead. Previously on Welcome to Rapture. The crew allotted together and circled around this captive that had set Dougie on fire. Once they had got him cornered and on the floor, shot in the knee, but no one other than Jack, they had taken a moment to make a plan about how they were going to deal with the target. All the while, they huddled in a literal football circle. Jack snuck off to have a conversation with the strange individual. Uh, with a little bit of conversation skills and a little bit of booze, uh, the strange vagrant seemed to warm up to Jack very quickly and told him how pleased he was with his communication and social skills, even mentioning to him and him alone that he was uh, one of the few chosen for a very special purpose and that he could see why he was one of them. When Jack asked for more information, uh, and through more social skills, Jack was able to find out that the preacher had chosen some of them or all of them for a special purpose. And that if they allowed him into their heart, the preacher could do wondrous things for them. Uh, conversations on the other end were surrounding how to find out what was going to be going on and what to do with the target. Uh, everyone slightly had suspicions about what was going on, but through some means or another had no actual ability to find out what was going on because they were so focused on paying attention that they could not pay attention. Especially when Jack did the also subtle movement of causing a distraction. Uh, after that, Jack was luckily able to find out through this strange individual how to contact the preacher. It was as simple as saying a prayer. Preacher, I welcome you into my heart. And like every smart man ever before him, immediately after hearing these words, Jack repeated them verbatim, which caused a chilling cold to take over the whole room, forcing a whisper into everyone's ear all at once that they had one choice. They would either join or they would be fodder for the shepherds. Jack tried his best to argue with this being that was not quite of this realm. I said never argue because you wouldn't let me. He tried to, but surprisingly, this strange being had no patience for such deals. Moments later, a portal or tear opened up, causing these shrouded figures to come out. All the six in total, in fact, with one taking lead. The uh, ever so subtle and generous host of this group seemed keen on letting the individuals know where they stood in this relationship. As uh, everyone started to try to figure out what to do, Jack began to advance, thinking that he had this in the bag. All at once, Soul and Frank both. Soul and Frank both decided they were going to try to put a bullet in the back of somewhere on him, where unfortunately, a phrase that was uttered forced them to stop in their tracks. Now, gentlemen, I must insist that you put those guns down, and without a choice, they were forced to do so. A phrase followed afterwards. Now, gentlemen, I must insist that you all line up in front of me. And they had to do that as well. When we last left our uh, individuals, they were slept in this formation with Jack slightly in front, 
when the individual here gave them a choice. They could either join in whatever plans they had for them and learn what they could do as part of the preachers if they were so chosen, or they could be fed to the wolves, as it was described, and be left for whatever fate would fall them at that point. And that is where we last left this group. So, yeah, as I recall, I chose Team Wolves. Like, I'm, I'm Team Jacob. I'm going to go. At this point, Soul was the only one to verbally voice their opinion. And as we left last time, everyone was still on the fence in one way or another about where they would go. And with that in mind, that's where we're going to get started tonight. Just as Soul decides that he's Team Wolf. Did now, you call me Team Wolf? Like, or Team Wolf, like the show, the team- movie Team Wolf? Team, Wait, isn't my, he my, my, wolves? So isn't am he I Michael J. Wolves? Fox right do you, now? Do you, you have Parkinson's? Are you shaking? <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. oh, my bad. Can All we right, address huh? the fact that the preacher sounds like Foghorn Leghorn? Can we talk about that for a second? That was not the preacher. I say, I say, boy, I say, the preacher. I preacher say, sounds I like say, Voldemort. I say, now, boy, now, boy, listen here, boy. I say, I say, boy, you are testing the limitations of my medications. <laughs> no, the the preacher sounds like Harry Potter. I'm coming for you. All right, so who's going first? He That's what I'm going first. All right, so Stoll just voted to be fed to the wolves when Johnny all of a sudden speaks up moments after. Aye, lads, shadowy lads, I'm cold. Can y'all spare a guy a drink to warm him up? (laughs) Roll for persuasion. So give me a leadership roll and add anything you have into, uh, I think at this point it would be barter. So if you have anything to try to persuade them uh, for this offer, do that. I think you got a real chance here. You got a real shot. I, I hope so. After our last game. Does he to being drunk or? I really, sh- there should be a negative effect for doing this in certain fields, but I've been very generous so okay. far. Well, I feel like at this point, he's a raging alcoholic, so he should have negatives in being sober. Sobriety is the enemy. Oh, so negatives when he's not drinking. That's something to keep in mind. If he's an alcoholic, it makes sense. David, do you not know how to roll, man? Come on, what's going on? This guy is literally rolling to get someone to give him booze right now in the middle of having shadow people touch him. This dude is so drunk, he can't roll to see if he can get a booze. Freaking... If you just... Like, there's a little dice symbol above the question mark. Hey, at least he's not immediately trying to get his name and go along. No, I have to close everything because for some reason it's not working. David, do you recall how many dice you have towards leadership and barter? Yes. But for some reason, it's not letting me type a, the letter D. I'll, I'll roll it for you. What What is that amount of dice? Uh, 76. R76. You got four out of seven successes. Uh, as this happens, you begin to barter these figures you have really no dues or entitlement to you, and you ask them for a drink. And almost 
to prove a point, uh, the individual that's been speaking up at this point goes, Hmm, well, I suppose they do say when someone's dying of thirst, the brotherly thing to do is to help quench it. And, uh... He, uh... Almost it's just more of an effort to show off more than anything. The gentleman that's been talking on this point looks to a smaller hooded figure behind them, and he says, Now then, Professor, would you mind uh, acquiring a simple sample for these uh, awaiting folks to see what could we wait for them? Probably spike booze, my friend. And uh, this smaller figure seems to be playing with something that's in, like, a side of his... uh, in, in behind these robes, he seems to be fidgeting with something, and it's just a moment where you can hear that same tear, but on a smaller scale. And just sitting right in front of Johnny is this simple single shot glass filled with a liquid. They provide you no information about what it is. They provide you no information where it came from, but they just look at you and go, Now, nah, as you can see, my good man, we've been more than fair. Take hey, he drink. didn't say what kind of drink he wanted. He just said a drink. <laughs> Ask and I shall receive. As if the thing that you said, you're thinking is Frank, he kind of looks over to you and he goes, It's his fault for not specifying now, but a drink's a drink. As he waits for uh, Johnny's answer, he looks over now to Frank to see what he has to say on this situation. Uh, what situation exactly? Uh, on their offer to whether be willing to do whatever it takes to join this organization or to be quote unquote fed to the wolves. Uh, Mav, Mav would like to speak up for a second. So he, he goes so to before I can speak. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And he stops to look at Mav as he seems to interject. Dwelt amongst the humans. <laughs> Might it be okay if I, if we have a bit of an aside together? Could I speak to my brethren of circumstance and maybe get a feel for what the fuck's about to go down? I just kind of want to be prepared a little bit. And, you know. Maybe we could come to a unanimous decision where we're not splitting the party because I don't really want to do that. He he takes this request in for a moment. He thinks and he goes, well, now I'll tell you what, my good sir. I am generous, but I'm also a man of limited time. So I suppose I can give you all about I'll give you five minutes to interject with each other. At the end of five minutes, you come with a unanimous decision. Five minutes is all I need to come. Can't they hear us? So, like, oh yeah, no, there's there's no interpretation that you're gonna actually be able to get privacy to have this conversation. I don't need privacy. So gonna, I don't care if you so hear I'm this. gonna immediately turn to Mavis and say, "Look, man, I don't know what." they've got going on here but I know that Jack brought them in here and I would like to very much hurt Jack very much I second that notion the eyes have it here is where my mind is at I would like to just speak my mind, my interpretation of our situation hold on a second 
Go ahead, Mr. Johnny. <laughs> Before I join this group chat, I would just like to state my phrase. I... I was hoping for liquor, but you were poisoning a possible ally now, would you? And I downed the shot. You downed the shot, and it actually turns out it is booze, but it's actually nicer than any other booze that you've had while in Rapture. I think you're... It's somehow both smooth and almost instantaneously giving you a buzz at the same time from a single shot of it. Is he, so, uh, is that, he letting us know how good quality this is? Like, uh, Johnny, are you letting us know this is like the best shot you've ever had? Because yeah, because right face. now we don't know that. Right. I, gentlemen, I'm gonna tell you, that's the best damn thing I've ever tasted. Almost with like oh, the, uh, the drunk's gone. Almost with a look of pride, the gentleman speaks up and he goes. Now that's what we call the manna of Eve, but that's just a formality. By no means let that wave your decision one way or another, just fruits of the labors of us at this organization. Well guys, we've lost the drunk. He's he's on their side. I slide my the shot I slide the shot glass into my pocket and join the circle. Alright, so we need to hear what Mavis has to say. This is my interpretation of our situation. You people have been kidnapped with me to go with this man. From the start, it doesn't seem like we have much of a decision here to make. We have two choices. And as far as Jack is concerned, I think out of some weird, misguided, I don't fucking know what the fuck he thinks he was doing, but I think in some weird, misguided way, he was trying to come to a quicker solution conclusion than maybe maybe he meant to. I don't think that he's working for the enemy per se, but I believe our choices are we go with these men and they I don't know. They ask us to do certain jobs or things. They probably do experiments on us and give us weird powers. Um, 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 and we could rebel against them. Like, the thing is, we could go with them and still be ourselves and, you know, plan on leaving later. Or we could go with the wolves, which kind of sounds like a you know, they're gonna throw us in a pit and we're gonna have to tear each other limb from limb or fight some weird enemies. Like, I'm okay either way, but this is my interpretation of where we're at and the two decisions that are in front of us. I don't know a lot about what God has planned, but I believe that fate will decide and I do not think that we will die here today regardless of our decision. Well, uh, As a I just want to say... Why do you think I summoned them again? I was just talking to the man. I'm going to yeah, turn to Jack um, and say, I need you to keep your mouth shut here. You're done making decisions. I never made a decision. You were in a huddle. I was trying to talk to the man. These are magical beings who came from the shadows. What makes you think I summoned them? Please elaborate. 
We heard you whisper into you that. You spoke spot. the words and they what appeared. Words did I speak? You said. I whispered You said that. the you words and I let the you that the guy the guy I told you. That. He literally said, "This is how you talk to the you preacher." You said those that. words. But you didn't hear any of that. Okay. Hold up. All right. Well, Point of order. Well, man, I don't know. Arguing. Did we? No. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I want some of that shit that he had because it looked fucking delicious. So I'm changing my mind. Hey, Foghorn Leghorn, brother. Leghorn, however you prefer to be called. Uh, can I so, have a shot? So I my you're mind? being a bit rash here. I do believe that we should, amongst ourselves, choose yay or nay before we start talking to Foghorn Leghorn Slave Driver. <laughs> I made up my mind. I have made up my mind. The shit looked delicious. He was on to something there with the shot idea. I'm on board. You say you've made up your mind, but it's literally changed within five minutes. So, hey. like, where are you at at the moment? Shot. There was there was not a shot involved before I said wolf. Clearly. Soul so. is yay. What is Johnny? How does Johnny feel about where we're about to go? Lads, and mind me, this isn't the drink talking. <laughs> I see. To keep ourselves alive, we go. But I also say we should convince them to feed that one to the sharks. I'm on Again, board with you that. You guys literally have no idea that it was me that no, summoned them. No, point of order. GM, did we not overhear some conversation in the last episode that Jack had? A you point of order. You're, you're aware that there was a conversation happening. You don't know what was said. You just know exactly. that there was a conversation. That's all, that that's all I need. That's after all I need. We made out a couple words. Okay, then I re I retract a few of my statements and replace them with something along the lines of, Jack, you were speaking to the enemy and then shit went down. If anything, you guys exactly. should be asking me if I know anything. You should instantly assume I'm responsible. That's all I'm saying. All I can say is, lad, you were talking to the bastard and then things came up as shadows. Well, as wouldn't it be responsible you guys you mutilated him? You mutilated the man. How do we know it wasn't that? I can't bit his throat! I don't care you mutilated anyone! I do believe that Jack should have a moment where he can explain himself and probably give us what the Jack fuck he was doing. Fuck his own balls! Oh boy. <laughs> okay, okay. I would like to choose Mavis. Please continue. I just think that maybe. Maybe Jack should explain himself and probably tell us where he's at on this decision. Jack, tell us, tell us what happened. There's a, there's a lot of debate about whether or not you're, you know, in with the enemy. You seem to have made your decisions, so I'll just keep it to myself. I, and I thought he was already with the robed people anyway. I didn't know he was in the huddle. Am I wrong there? No, no. We were all in a line together, and I asked if we could huddle, and they said yes. Okay, after a moment, uh, we're going to say, like, in that point in frame, uh, five minutes has passed before finally the, the gentleman speaks up again. He says, now then, gentlemen, I do believe that time is up, so I must ask what your verdict is shot he counts 
He puts up one finger real quick while looking to everyone else in the group. Mavis stays quiet. Frank is going to say, I've seen some of this stuff before. Uh, Some of my friends in the construction business, when everything went south and we were out of jobs, they turned to these injections and they were into some really weird stuff, man, and it freaked them out like they was on drugs or something. Uh, I can't say... I can't say that a lot of the stuff that I've seen here with this man and the fire and all wasn't a lot like what I saw with my friends. Uh, I'm going to have to say I'm not with it. I don't want any pot in this. Clark. <laughs> oh no, we're splitting the party. Hmm. <laughs> well, I suppose as it stands then... If you're all with Frank, it sounds like you're rescinding our offer. Fuck. Which would be a shame. Yeah, if Frank says no, then I say no, too. He he seems like a solid guy, and, uh, yeah. I don't speak for the group. I speak for myself. Now, I believe I said it would be unanimous or nothing. Oh, oh, shit. You did not. Oh, I didn't get that. No. I don't believe you no, said you, that. You, you did I, not say that. You, you I, did not oh, oh, say that. He literally said it had to be you. Either we all go or we all sleep in with the fishes. You can you can check the recording. I said the words unanimous. Fuck. Thank God. As in, thank you, John. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. So, but before anything else, he does take that finger and he points it towards Parker, and then he goes, snaps his fingers one more time. He goes, Professor, before anything else, let's humble one last request. And the same interaction happens. The smaller gentleman seems to fidget with something in his robe. A tear, This tearing sound seems to happen, and same thing as before, in front of Soul, another shot glass of the same material just sits right in front of him. I doubt it. The same as uh, Johnny, you take it down, and it's somehow the smoothest, most like most intoxicating single shot you've had. You think, even though you may not be aware of it, you feel like it would be like the rush you get from heroin in a shot glass. Oh, he knows. He knows. <laughs> so that that Lord. same this that same freeing sensation in something as simple as a single shot of alcohol. Fuck, that's some good shit. You don't call something after Eve if it's not of the highest quality, sir. Now then, if I'm not mistaken, it sounds like your large gentleman here is saying no. I will be courteous enough to ask y'all if you are the same verdict, or has there been some discourse in these five minutes? Frank, how 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 determined are you to uh, go down the path of the wolves? Because uh, I'm with you, man. Like uh, you just seem like I don't know. I'm gonna trust your lead on this shit. Uh, I will say, if somebody wants to like attempt to persuade me in a role, I'll take it. I too have seen the monsters that Adam creates with my own eyes. I've had my hands in the bodies of those that I've loved for literally no other reason than the people of higher powers controlling the things that I've done and sabotaging my work. And I'd see no reason to try to get into this again. I think that if we go with these people, 
I will see my hands red again with your blood. So, I mean, I've got no reason to go with them. Really? As I kinda, happened, I'm as going happened. to look at Mavis with, like, confusion. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty fucked up, man. You should probably see some counseling or something. A fun fact. Just a second ago, he listen, was like, you're we not should wrong. go with them, and now he's like, we're not. <laughs> a fun fact, as this conversation is going on, um, as it sounds like Mavis is going against these plans, uh, you notice that the smaller figure that's been fidgeting with machinery seems to hold his head down. He's definitely been quiet this whole time, but that seems to uh, make his head hang a little bit lower. And as Frank sounds so vehemently against Adam and everything, this somewhat larger gentleman gives like a sigh or a huff of just like annoyance the entire time. Wait, uh, I didn't catch that last part. What's so, this now? So of the five road figures that are in the background, when Maeve was talking about against uh, the the fruits of Adam and uh the blood that he see on his hands that made the smaller figure that was fidgeting with the technology put his head down as if he was like you don't know what it was but that seemed to cause oh. reaction in him and then when frank was talking about the evils of adam and the corruption it causes it caused this other larger gentleman to give a huff of like annoyance i would like to roll perception to see what machinery he's fidgeting with you have not mentioned this that i know of I did mention that the small figure was messing with something in his robe that caused a reaction that caused this tear to open up that made the two shot glasses open. Oh, that, that's, that's what you would be able to see behind. You wouldn't be able to see what's behind the robe, but you know there's something that he's interacting with that caused this to happen. Oh, okay, never mind. I thought this was a different character. No, 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 no. Same, same small figure. So, uh, quick question. All right, mm-hmm. so he stopped me from shooting Jack before, but. Uh, the odds that I could pull my gun up again and try and shoot this dude with the machinery in his belt or whatever the fuck. Uh, it, it's a matter of how quack, how fast you can pull out this gun. Now? It's a matter of how fast you can pull out this gun and shoot it while somewhat intoxicated. Uh, in the matter it takes, by the this point now he he's used that phrase a few times. So it's a matter of how fast you can think you can shoot before he can say something to stop you. Oh. Yeah, because you and Johnny are pretty, pretty intoxicated. John said it was very intoxicating. And he's an alcoholic, oh. and I don't believe you have alcoholism. Right. I, it's just one shot. I mean, and it just went down my gullet. I mean, just a few seconds, right? So it, it is a very strong alcohol, though. It's definitely not something you would get from a usual bottle. All right. Well, I want to try it anyway for shits and giggles. Liquid confidence. Okay. Um, sure. Why not? Roll me. Roll, roll an attack for me. So that's your uh, agility plus any proficiency you have with ranged. Yep, I got ranged proficiency one, so that'll be seven. And then I'll roll to see how well he can dodge it in a sudden oh, spurt. Hold up, Jack shooting at this guy. Soul shooting at this guy. Me, no. Oh I'm, God! I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to say. I didn't mean to say, Jack. That's my bad. That's three successes. One is a six. Let's see. Mm. <laughs> Ooh. Now that's, that's unfortunate. Three. <laughs> Two is a six. Oh fuck! Now it doesn't help. But that one is a four. It doesn't help that. 
you're slightly buzzed right now, but this is a very short figure. You would probably spitball that he's maybe at max five foot, but he's possibly shorter than that. So as you go to take this shot, it's not necessarily that the figure dodges it. It's just that like you're so accustomed to like a certain height when you're shooting. It's just like you're just muscle memory aiming up a little bit higher than you really should be. So it just shoots past his head. Damn. And then as you do this, the the figure doesn't speak the most goes, well, now, I guess that does answer our question now, doesn't it? Hold on a second. Hold on a second. No, 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 no. Is that canning? Because if, if his response to me shooting is to fire off a sentence, I have enough time to take another shot. Sure. Just just for the hell of it. We'll say you still have bullets in there. You're trying to take another shot. Seconds after. <laughs> just, All right. Just, just to give you a shot here. I'm curious. Is anyone else doing anything? Will Jack or Soul? <laughs> <start watching>? <laughs> so this is. Are we doing anything to uh, Soul shooting this guy? So yeah. Who is who is Soul trying to shoot again? The shorter figure with the technology. Um, Why is he doing this I, exactly? I would like to roll perception to see just how distracted everyone in the party is. Of your group or the other group? Our group. Why? Why are we shooting and why are we curious as to who's distracted? This is a mistake. <laughs> hey, you were the one that refused the offer to go with them. I'm just yeah, thinking, it's, it's time to like put up our guns and start shooting everybody immediately. Fuck! He said he's gonna throw us to the wolves, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk to the smaller person, and I'm gonna say, uh, in in between shots. That's great because they both miss. <laughs> well, then after the second oh. one. <laughs> yeah, to the second one. So I see him shoot once. I think M- Mavis thinks to himself. At this point, the larger figure, the, the leader figure, has said, "I insist you stop shooting that gun." I, I want to speak up to the to the smaller figure, and I want to say, um, "You small person, the one who's probably like I don't know what the DM said. It's like four five or five four or something like that." Listen. <laughs> My friend is trying to kill you, and, like, you put your head down whenever I said I didn't want to come, so maybe you're some relation to me? Um, if you could speak up and say literally anything, like, give me some reason to care about you, because right now I could gut all of you, and I don't know who you are. It doesn't matter to me. What's he say? Roll, roll of persuasion. Persuasion? Roll persuasion to see... Because you're trying to convince him to speak out after he's just been shot at twice. Just uh, leadership. I'm a terrible shot. <laughs> you're drunk right now, so yeah. If you don't, if you have anything in like, um, I don't know, like, uh, uh, politi- politics or like, or what? I don't know. have. I don't have diplomacy. So yeah. Diplomacy. So it's just it's just leadership. Yeah. I got a six of five, three, and two ones. A six, a five, a three, and two ones. So that's one success. Two successes. Oh, a six, a five. You're right. You're right. You're right. So that's two successes. Um, it takes a moment for him to react to that, 
just because of everything that's happening around him. Um, after a moment, though, he does begin to speak up, and he just seems very timid looking around the other figures before he looks back at you. And he just said, This, this wasn't part of the deal, Mavis. You should have should just said yes. Do I recognize the voice? I will roll something if you want me to. It is a fa- recognize it is, how short this guy is. It, it is a familiar voice. Um, as familiar as something you know you've heard you've heard his voice somewhere before. Uh, to my knowledge, you are more of a solitary figure though, so you can't quite recall. You want me to roll IQ or perception? Uh, in- intelligence. Yeah. Yeah. How many dwarfs do you know? Like that's four, the real question. Four, four, three, two, one. Okay, so that's three successes. Uh, it takes you a hot second because of everything that's happened so far today. Okay. But you actually do remember this voice. Um, it's a lab assistant. I, that's yes. My, that's my guess. Yes, this is someone that you actually... You just gave work. John a grand idea? <laughs> you just, this and is I someone that you really used to work with. Uh, not necessarily as closely because you 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 seem like you rarely trusted others. Very with your, isolated, yeah. With their information. So this is someone that they offered to work with you. And you, out of everyone else in that department, he would probably be the person that you saw the most. But even then... You neither of you were that close because of how isolated you were. But you do recognize the voice now that you had a moment to think about it. Now, whether you share that information or not is up to you. But you do recognize the voice now, even if you can't see the face. Now, I would like to ask a question here. Mm-hmm. Uh, how? So, if these like shadowy figures were shooting at them, are we just assuming they're going to take damage? Or are they actually like mortal? No, well, you haven't hit anybody yet, so you don't know. Okay. Apparently, okay. they're really okay. good at dodging bullets. No, you just keep shooting for the short no, one. <laughs> so anyway, at this point, uh, the figure does stand up. Uh, the leader does spawn and goes. Now, I believe that I must insist that you all stay civil for a moment. As it seems, y'all don't seem so keen to join. I suppose it's a matter of fact that we must finish negotiations as it were mavis mavis starts to shake uh mostly because he doesn't know how to be civil so this command just kind of like (laughs) makes him have a physical reaction (laughs) okay (laughs) duly noted (laughs) i would just like to say that whoever selected this group of individuals for this project did a terrible job at vetting who they were asking to participate yeah, it's a really odd coincidence, isn't it? Uh, so as you're all sitting there, uh, he, the leader the leader snaps his finger again, and out of the blue, this this sound that Frank would find familiar would occur as like this gust of wind happens, and uh, all of a sudden, this masked figure comes back in with the body of Dougie. Oh, Dougie! And he's sitting on the floor now in front of the leader, and he goes. Now then, when I said I'd feed you to the wolves, perhaps I wasn't being so literal. And you see him, another figure hands him a bottle from their robe, and he pops the cork on this strange 
almost black ichor substance. And he just gently begins to pour it down Dougie's mouth. And it just slowly starts the drug drop in. And they, and, and one of the one of the fellows leans down just enough to tip Dougie's chin up, and the and it seems that the li- liquid just kind of travels down, and it sits there for a moment, and nothing seems to happen inherently in that moment. Before the leader just seems to bring out this this odd syringe from his own robe, and he says. I was hoping it wouldn't come to this, but perhaps I was being too generous in my choices. And he just drops it down to Dougie's corpse, and he presses down on the syringe and injects something into Dougie. And again, nothing inherently seems to happen for a moment there, until you start to notice that like the veins on Dougie's body start to get darker, like a darker shades of black the longer it's he's sitting there and then his body begins to twitch and convulse and this inert body that had been still uh, for since the last time you saw him up until seconds ago seems to be shaking and seizing and slapping it on the floor for a second before you just hear like this this guttural shrieking sound come out of the body he looks like a trout. I'm going to make a point that I like, you know, my eyes get huge because obviously I've never seen a dead body come back to life. But I like look over at Mavis to see how he's reacting, assuming that he may have seen something like this before. How dare you desecrate the body of of Dougie? I loved that poor boy. Uh, granted, I am a delusional individual by nature, but God, I missed him. The two seconds that we spent together were magical. Why could you do this to him? Uh, the figure laughs after a moment. He just says, well, you see, some lambs aren't fit to be part of the herd. Everybody needs lamb chops. You're a very elitist person. <laughs> you and Tyler. I mean, mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to say, do we have lamb juice available as well? Because I had a shot. And now I'm a little hungry. So. <laughs> I would like to just start eating, to be honest. <clears throat> you have food on you? I yeah, I have several meals. I just want to eat one. Or as much as I can eat before shit happens. <laughs> so I'm not saying anything. I just want to eat. Listen, there's nothing like a good grilled calf. I just like the idea that Soul and Jack are just both pulling out popcorn and eating it while this body's convulsing on the floor like they're watching a movie. Like, oh yeah, this is the good stuff. He looks like a fish. It makes me hungry for barbecue. So yeah, in this moment, the body of Dougie actually begins standing up, still burnt and sliced on the neck eyes pure black and the veins on his body seem to be the same shade of black all the way down the parts of him that you can see some of it including his torso which is still burnt the shreds but at the same time like this almost like the static output seems to come off of Dougie's body as like just short bolts of lightning seem to be shooting from his fingertips 
towards the ground around him. And and as this happens, the leader of this group just goes, I believe we'll leave you and your friend here to get along again and reconnect that for a bit. And as that happens, the small figure moves back into the rope and you hear this tear happen that takes up this large area behind them and all of them just seem to easily just walk back through this tear and it closes again leaving you all here with just the corpse of Dougie up against you very angry sounding and giving blood shrills towards you he just fucking left I run to Dougie's side you you approach Dougie I run to Dougie's side and I kneel next to him and I say, Poor sweet Dougie, tell me that you're okay. Dougie, speak to me. Okay. As you do this, the seemingly no longer coherent Dougie seems to thrash an arm out to try to strike at you. He tries to hit me? Yes. Oh, it's a fucking zombie. (laughs) So, I'm... I'm going to give you one one action before I need everyone to roll initiative. So if Dougie reaches out to hit me, is there is there any kind of roll I can do, like a persuasion or something? Like, is there any... Or, or can I roll intelligence? Jonathan has no idea what the fuck is happening. Um, but is there something I can roll to see if m- maybe Mavis knows what's happening? Sure. So... If you want to roll on Sheldon check before you reach Dougie, feel free to go ahead. Uh, can I add my plasmid proficiency? Sure. Radical! Oh, hot. Damn! I'm gonna have to post this one. Uh, six, six, five, 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 three, one. Wow! Yes, sir. You know everything that's going on at all times. So before you even like get halfway the distance, and you take probably like three steps towards Dougie before you stop. You know, the, the logic part of your brain kicking back in after secondary going, getting thinking, whatever they've done to this guy, clearly that's not Dougie there anymore. And you think about all the stuff they've been doing at Fontaine Industries, messing with chemical makeups and the, fi- and the actual physical figures themselves. So you must, you, you instantly begin assuming, well, they must have been trying to plan for some kind of battle and what would happen if bodies weren't necessarily an available resource anymore. Mm. Hmm. So with that in mind, I'm going to need everyone to roll initiative. Before we roll initiative, can I, can I make a statement? Uh-huh. Ooh. Hey, Jackie boy. We may think you got us into this. But you sure as hell didn't fuck us this time. I'd like to point out again, oh. how are they assuming that I got us into this? Because I talked to someone? That makes zero sense. What? We, what, we what is initiative? about this already. Uh, that's just the characters, dude. I don't know, man. Yeah, this is why I hate you all. <laughs> hey, go back and listen to it. Because we definitely perceived a few words and they were very, very... Uh... Anyways, what's initiative? No, I, I don't have yeah. initiative on my team. An- initiative is a... Uh, I'm going to pull it up just so we can all go over it together. Real quick. Hey, you should pull it up. For a, for initiative, are we going to go by rolling agility or are we going to go that's by in order of who has the highest agility? Because some different some different systems do it that way. Whoever has the most speed just goes first. 
That makes sense. If you have more agility, you should be able to react first. But a but lot of systems should... do have you roll for that. Like you'll roll speed or roll agility or you'll roll a d20. In, in like I just need to know agility. what I need to roll, basically. Yeah. If you yeah. have the same agility as someone else, you roll against those people to see the order. So like I have six, I'm pretty sure Soul has six. So me and him would roll, for instance, and whoever wins that roll would take advantage or like they'd get a choose if they won't be faster or slower. Like one d6 or how many d6? Uh, hold on, I'm trying to find it. We haven't had a single actual like initiative fight this whole time, so I agree with Jonathan. Like in the sense that like if you have six agility, you should be going first over someone with four agility, no matter what. But you know, I'd, like, multiple okay. of us have same agility. So, so initiative rolls are based on the agility stat, but that's how many dice you roll, and then based okay. on how many successes you get, that determines the order. Okay. Okay. So it's your, whatever your agility is, just agility by itself, no skills or anything like that, that's how many dice you roll. Alright. What if I want to roll stealth to not be involved in this? Uh, you still have to roll agility to see which turn that you do anything on. I'm pretty sure I'm going to get to choose to stealth. I only got two successes. I have dodging times two, does that make a difference? No. That, that's okay, I didn't think that so. I didn't think so. Attacked. Okay. Jack was right. so fucking good. Okay, so I need to pull this up. Agility. Jack's got hacks. Jack's got hacks. Hacks got jacks. <laughs> You're already trying to fuck me out of my persuasion. Don't don't take away. Oh man, dude, oh, Jack, Jack's going fucking first. Ain't nobody gonna beat that. Well, I'm aware. I'm just. So what you gonna do first, Jackie boy? I would um, I would argue out of character that this is a really good moment for Jack to prove his loyalty. Oh, and you're trying to yeah. help? You think oh. I want to prove my? You've all been saying you want to kill me and hurt me. Why would oh I be God. loyal? Mavis oh has not. Mavis absolutely has and not. That's why I don't hate Mavis, but everyone else wanted to kill me. Yes, but. I mean, in some way, I mean, you do whatever you think Jack would do, but I, I think that in some way Jack would have some sort of understanding. I, don't I mean, know. you gotta look from my perspective. Like, he's already a loner character, like to some degree, like he's just quiet, and then yeah. everyone's threatening to kill him. I mean, it's gonna push him away, not draw like. But so he's, I'm he's kind of being. He's kind of being forced to be in a cooperative kind of way because if he well, that doesn't, depends on how this role goes. I mean, it's like a. It, it, I mean, this isn't an every man for himself situation. This is a you know all hands on deck situation. But see, so far I've been like trying to help the team, but I've been trying to do it on my own because everyone keeps saying they want to murder me. And see Can how time out for a second. Uh, out of character, out of character. Have you not like understood that all of your actions have been like traitorous? Are, is that lost on but you? You don't like, know that. What? <laughs> you see me have a conversation and you have heard a few words. You did not overhear me. The words were like join. No, you everything you did like was words. extremely shady. Everything. You've got to see things from other people's perspectives as well. But to be fair, though, 
the in character thing wouldn't be doing that. And I mean, if that's your character, you know him better than any any of us. So, well, he's just selfish, and I mean, he doesn't really like to talk to people. So, I mean, does he want to live? Or does he get perceived as you being shady and doing things for the benefit of yourself All and I'm no one else? Is, I haven't even said what I was going to do yet. You don't know my master plan. I was just talking to you about that. That's that was the problem. I wasn't. That wasn't well, Mavis like, talking to Jack. That was Jonathan talking to Caleb. Well, like I said. More or less, he's selfish and whatnot, and people keep being aggressive to him. So, like, okay. yeah, I'm trying to stick with the team because you got, like, in my eyes, you guys are in the same boat. So it's better for me to help you guys. But because he's selfish and because he keeps getting threatened, like you know, the whole rat scenario, then you know, he doesn't really want to talk a lot to everyone because everyone seems to disagree with everything he says. That's where my head's fair at. enough. Jack wouldn't. I mean, would would Jack see that as like a like a I have to prove myself to these people so that they can better serve me? It would be more of a I'm just gonna try to help the team, not not really prove prove loyalty. And then, I mean, it's kind of like go back to when we were chasing the one guy. I like stealthed out, and instead of just abandoning everyone, I set up the trap and got the one guy so we could interrogate him. Like, I'm still helping the team, but, you know, the team's aggressive to me, so it's like I don't really want to talk to the team. You know what I mean? So his, his like, his initial uh, response uh, in adversity is to withdraw more than to... Yeah, that's why, like, right now I'm about to roll perception and then stealth, and then I'm not going to go too much into what it is because I don't know what the roll's going to be, but yeah, overall... Go ahead. Go ahead. You do you. You're Okay, so just to clarify, as we're, we're I got the order set up there, so we'll, I'll, I'll do my best to kind of indicate who's doing what. Um, just since this is our first actual fight fight, the way I'm thinking this is going to go down is that everybody, since movement isn't really a thing in this scenario, everyone gets two actions, one for each hand. So you can do two things in a fight. So if you want to shoot with a gun and grab an item, or if you want to shoot twice, just because two actions or if you want to shoot and use your other hand to reload that's kind of where i'm thinking of with all this for your main actions when it comes to you getting attacked you get two options you can try to dodge or you can try to take the damage um question yes um so you're you're not going to do a lot of movement but right. um would movement were one of us to want to do a movement would you consider that an action like for uh, just just like ie for instance mavis is right next to this boy mm -hmm. so like if i were to take a move to get away from him to put some distance between me and him or are we just not gonna not gonna worry about that at all um for thematically i'll say if you wanted to try to like close the distance to get more effective with your accuracy. If you wanted to move away to try to get, you know, a safe distance, I'll call that one action out of two then. Because it takes time for you to do that. For your consideration movement, basically. Basically. Okay, gotcha. Alright, carry on. Okay. Alright, my only question is, since this fight actually hasn't started and Dougie's kind of still transforming, could I roll perception to find a stealth spot and then go stealth? Or is that uh, not I'll say, I, it, since, I'll I, since I gave uh, Mavis a chance to do something, 
Uh, we'll say in that same moment, yeah, everyone gets one free action before this fight starts. So Mavis used intelligence. Everyone else can be one free action before the fight actually breaks out. So. Who all has uh, guns? Almost everyone, I think. I do not. Yeah, but your character you. doesn't know that. Is the main I'm looking, exit towards the metro? I'm just looking for somewhere to hide. Towards, like I'm looking for you, whole room you, in general, but like what, what stands out is like I could kind of go invisible uh, here. Behind you, there's that pillar that seems that you can see the image that seems to take up a bit of the room. You notice off to the right that there's a tunnel passageway that Frank came I out really of. I really want to get high. Everyone first gets well, I know like, can I get high has the gun room? because that. That's going to be easier said than done because this metro metro station like this wasn't made for people to get high. But what about the staircase in the picture? You would go down. You're above this. You're past the pillar. Okay. Towards yeah, we're up end. on the top level. So your options yeah. would be to go through the tunnel where Frank came out of. Um, we'll say that there's another tunnel that does a similar f uh, thing that Frank's tunnel did to on the other side. And then there's the staircase behind you. Those are your, really your only routes aside from the, the, the route behind Dougie. Okay, um... So there's really nowhere to, like, go, like, have movement after the fact. It, it like, would, it's it hide would, behind a pillar. It would be pretty much you're using your movements to get away from the situation at, while everyone else tries to resolve the fight. Okay, well, I guess I'm going to do that. Um, well, before you do that, I'm just going to make sure. Does anyone else want to use like their bonus action to do anything particular? I would like to roll perception to see what all weapons I'm everyone has. I'm going to use my reaction to speak to everyone and, and tell them that uh, he's mainly Mavis, Mainly Mavis and Frank, because we all saw Soul try to shoot some fucking body. So, I mean... Sure. You can do me give me a general perception roll for that. Mavis, what are you doing? Our sweet, sweet Dougie is lost to us. He's basically Whoa. a zombie at this point. There's there is no saving him. We must dispose of him in the Whoa. most humane way. We have to we have to honor our Dougie. That's it. I would like I would like so is like Dougie still laying on the ground? He's getting up as these actions are are going on. So there's my perception. Uh, yeah. So you happen to recall that Mavis had a sharp implement that he was using to cut into a niche, uh, and you haven't really seen Frank use anything as of yet. So you're not 100 percent on what he would have at this time. That's just, but you don't. You haven't also seen him pull out a gun or anything of that. Guy. Did you pull out a gun, CJ? No. I, think I, as well. I was, I was going Don't to shoot out of the air, but then I learned some important information that made me not do that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it's, it's like, it's, it's like I thought yeah, about it. And then somebody who built Rapture should know. Yeah, well, he, he his his fighter flight kicked in for a second there, so you know Mavis has yeah. components. You don't know what Frank has. Um, Mavis is saying a moral speech for Dougie. It sounds like. Uh, what is a uh, what is Frank so, doing? So if Frank, if uh, Dougie is like starting to get up, I want to walk over to him, pulling out the pistol I have in my hand, 
I want to hold it by the barrel, the 357 that I have, hold it by the barrel and attempt to like destroy his skull. I want to cave his skull in with the butt of my gun. I'm going to interject because I said you had a single free move, uh, free action. Your your action in this case would be getting closer to Dougie for on your turn to, to deal damage. Okay. Because this is all happening at the same time. A lot of time for you to do anything particular. So okay. if you want to get closer for your turn coming up, that's fine. Yeah, I'm getting closer because the moment he stands up, I want to hit him. So. And then what's Soul doing? I want to pull out my lighter and have a smoke. Yeah, Soul lights one's up for the boys. This one goes out to Dougie. I'm just saying that it's been a stressful couple of hours. It really I, has. I been. need sure. it. You guys are all getting sure. white hairs from this. Okay, so to verify, Jack, Jack is looking for a way out. Uh, Soul's lighting a cigarette. I was Maybe more looking same. at my surroundings. Yeah, you're just looking around at the moment, not doing anything. You know, you're just looking around, getting a bearing on your surroundings. Soul is lighting a cigarette. Uh, that ain't Mavis a cigarette, listening. that's a sick of weed. Uh, Mavis, <laughs> is, uh, Mavis is saying some horrible words. Johnny is uh, getting a bearings on what everyone has weapon-wise, and Frank is getting closer to shoot his gun. And are we agree that's everyone's free action? I'm not going to shoot my gun, but other than that, I agree. Yeah, you're getting closer to shoot your gun. No, I'm not going to be shooting well, my gun. whatever you're going to do with your gun. So you're getting closer <laughs> to do whatever you're planning on doing. He said what he's going to do. He's going to cave his skull in. Closing well, distance. All right, so with that in mind, Jack, you're first up. What are your two actions? Okay, uh, so I didn't really see anything of, like, note area-wise, really, just a pillar. Uh, you see routes out to get away from the situation, and you see a pillar that you can directly hide behind. That's what you're noticing at this moment. Okay, um, did I happen to know that Soul, notice Soul has a lighter? Uh, yes, because you try to offer to help him get it out. Uh, to uh, help get them out of the rope bindings before, and you saw him get out before, so I'm pretty sure it's not a secret at this point what he has. Can I, like, tear some clothing off, stick it in one of my bottles, and just hand him the bottle and see what he does with it? Could that be my first action? Oh, fuck. Okay, so run that back me one more time to say what you're doing. I'm making a Molotov cocktail and I'm giving it to him. Okay. I'm not asking for him for the lighter. I'm just handing him a Molotov cocktail. I'll, I'll make the counter argument. You can do that, but putting this together and getting it set up is good, and showing it to him is going to be everything you can do because this takes a second to do. That's his two actions. You're ripping out That's the fabric. You're putting it in there. You're getting closer to Soul. Well, aren't we right next to it already or just in a huddle? Uh, you guys were, and then but I'm saying it's taking a second to do this, and then you're presenting it to him. So think about this is taking like a few seconds to do because this. Is well, not... I'm okay with it taking both my actions. I'm just saying like. You're, you're prepping basically an option for Soul to use if he wanted to. Yeah, I'm holding it out to him. When, what he does is his call. Okay. Like, one action is tearing clothes, the other action is creating the cocktail. Right. Uh, so, yeah. Okay. So, we're, we're saying basically this take, like, both turns are creating and prepping the Molotov cocktail in, a, in a, an effective manner and then presenting it to Soul. Yeah, basically. Okay. So, yeah, so we, well, well, everything's starting to break down. Jack's already getting into fight mode, taking out a bottle that he has a ton of, apparently, taking out that fabric, lining it up there, getting ready to go. He's getting ready to set this stuff on fire. While that's happening, uh, I'm going to 
Because of everything happening so fast, I will say the NPC, it takes one of his actions to get fully up and ready to strike. So he's, he's standing fully up now. And uh, he has no weapon immediately on him. So I'm going to say it's going to take his other action to try to get closer to you guys. So as of this turn, no one's being directly attacked yet. But he's approaching now. So we're gonna say that was the NPC's first two actions, and then it goes to Soul. So Soul, you notice that Jack prepared this Molotov cocktail and is presenting it to you to use. Uh, Johnny, uh, do you want to piss in this bottle so it'll light up like Fourth of July? <laughs> I mean, I'll give you some of that Scottish gold. <laughs> Scottish gold. holding it. This man's starting to piss in it. I'm gonna set it on the ground. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I'm gonna say, argumentatively, if you're wanting the Molotov cocktail, it's gonna take one of your actions to take it from Jack. Okay. And then it's up to you to decide what you want to do with your other action. If you're wanting to light and throw it simultaneously, I'll say that you can do that. Just because as you're grabbing it, you're grabbing the lighter and lighting it. Um, well, I that's my plan after we got the, the, the piss in there. But I noticed that uh, Frank is pretty close to the thing. I kind of want to see how that plays out first because I don't want to hit Frank when I throw it. Okay. So, so thoughtful. So, no, I'm a nice guy sometimes, even though I'm a douchebag. We'll argue in this case that one of your actions was, was to grab the Molotov cocktail, and your other action is to hold it and ready to light it so that on a reaction, you can throw the lit Molotov towards the the Dougie. Towards the Dougie. Dougie. Towards teach the Dougie. I don't want to teach you how to Dougie. So with that in mind, and then it would be, if while you're prepping that and getting it ready for whatever, after whatever Frank's doing, it would be Mavis's turn. Mavis, uh, being probably the closest person to Dougie, um, would like to, I have, I have two actions, right? Yes. Um... Oh, oh boy. Oh boy. All right. Uh, so, so my first instinct is to um, try to slit his throat. Okay, so you're using one of your actions to physically strike at him. I'm assuming it'd be pretty easy for you to grab and strike with one of your weapons. You probably keep it close yeah, to you. From behind. Well, he's coming towards you. Remember, he's coming towards you guys now. So I was, was directly beside him. So if he's walking towards them, he's in front of me and between me and them. Okay, I misunderstood. I, I thought you didn't go all the way there in the first place. So if you're saying that, we'll say he didn't notice that you were there. Sure, he went past you guys and so now you're behind him. So take okay. take a strike. Take uh, Roll your melee plus your uh, brawniness plus melee proficiency. And what are you attacking? I was, I was, I was going for the throat, but I did not. I, I had no successes at all. Uh, that's a one, a one, a two, and a three. Okay, uh, we'll say that uh, you were planning the strike, but he, the Dougie moved just a little bit too fast for you to get that close to him as he's starting to move. So he kind of just like awkwardly moves and like thrives around as he's walking. That it's just awkward enough that he can't strike at you. Can't strike at him. So, uh, narratively speaking, for my second move, we'll say that he moves away from me. I would like to throw one of my scalpels. 
to okay. try to hit him. I would treat this as a ranged attack. Yes. So roll your agility, and if you have any range proficiency, add that. All right, lot better, lot better. Uh, I got a five, a six, a three, a two, two, and a one. Okay, so two successes. Yes. And just, uh, you know what? I'm just gonna say, uh, oh, he should have, he should have rolled for the other as well. Well, it, it would. Uh, okay, so we'll, no, we'll never mind. The there, were, there were no successes there. Never mind. So yeah, he, mind. It, you're right. Never mind. Yeah. So we'll say the first one they dismissed, but I will do a dodge for this one at least. So it's, wouldn't uh, it be a shaking off? I mean, he's kind of a mindless zombie. Nah, shaking off only counts for like El- elemental damage. Like if you're uh, on yeah. fire or dealing with shock, yeah. you're trying to like t- tough out, tough it out basically. Yeah. So that's that's God four successes. Uh, you try to get in there again, and the awkwardness of the jerking and jerking of his body just happens to make the the, the knife miss. So unfortunately, that's both of your actions. Sorry about that, man. Uh, with that in mind, it does go to Johnny's turn now. My first action is to move to kneel in front of Solo, facing the abomination. Okay, so you're, you're using one of your actions to get closer to Solo, and what are you doing for your other action? To pull out my knife. Okay, so are you preparing an attack for when Dougie gets closer? What's going on here? Let me do it like this. I move to kneel in front of Solo uh-huh. and pull out me knife facing Dougie. So you're taking a low stance while getting ready to attack when Dougie gets closer. Yes, and oh, I what? stay, and I stay. Hey, laddie, ready your gun. I won't let him get close to you. Okay, so you're telling the person with a long-range gun to get to business before you have to use your close-range weapon. Very good. So you're yeah. you're, you're holding an attack. Uh, we'll say. Pike and shot, man. Pike and shot. Does anybody not know about Victorian area of firearm? So we'll. Pike and shot. <laughs> we'll say if Dougie, once Dougie gets in proximity towards uh, you and Soul, that attack would kick in before your next turn. So we'll keep that in mind. That's both your actions. So it means it's Frank's turn now. I get two actions? Two actions. So, uh, how you close are, am I to you him are now? in pretty close proximity to, to Dougie now, because he's been moving as Mavis was trying to attack him. So, you're so close am I close range. enough to now swing the butt of my gun at his skull? Yes, so give me a... All right, perfect. Melee, brightness plus melee proficiency. Uh, I believe I have that times two. I do. That's 8d6. Yeah. That's why I chose not to shoot. That's why I sh- that's why I threw something as my second action because I realized my ranged attack was more. Five, four, five, four, five, four. Perfect. So one, two, three, four, five, six successes. Okay. And just for giggles, we're gonna do his try to dodge it. One two three it okay he doesn't dodge it so now you roll your damage for your gun which is usually range but in this case we'll count it towards brawn so whatever your max is uh the max damage on the revolver is eight okay so you roll eight d6 then because you do have that many dice to use 
8d6. Okay, I'll roll 8d6. And damage is equal to how many successes you get. Would it be the uh, same as shooting it? So, three. <laughs> we'll say it's less that it's more the force he's putting into the hit with the gun. He's basically Isn't just using it. Failure. Oh, it this is, is for this is for damage. No, that's true. this is that, this is that, to calculate damage. This is not a failure. That is true. So if it was the accuracy, it would be a crit failure. But we're only counting successes towards damage. That's three damage towards Dougie at this point. How right. much health does he have? Can I know that, or is that not to you my have, knowledge? You have no way of knowing. He's uh, he's an undead zombie, but you have no way of knowing how much health he would have at this point. Okay. Um, yeah, but how does he look? Yeah, can uh, we perception roll to see if he's like weaker? You can do. You can use one of your actions on your turn to try to perceive that. No, so, I think the only per, the only thing I need to know, like, oh, I'm actually like he's getting hurt, is him falling to the ground with his skull caved in. So I would okay. like to take another swing, sir. A point of clarification. You did talk about this before. When you're attacking, if you have an intended spot on the body you're trying to hit, you do need to specify it because normally if you do not, it's inferred that you're just attacking the torso because it's the largest body part and the easiest to I hit. I said I wanted to cave his skull in. Right, but you yeah, said that before when you were getting closer, but you didn't specify that when you were attacked. Oh, Jesus. Okay, can I cave his skull in? Okay. And the man cave his fucking skull in already. All right. <laughs> So, I just want to clarify one thing real quick. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, I do that? believe calling a headshot. I, I don't know if it only goes with ranged weapons, though. So, that, yeah, you that, probably that's kind of the low. part I'm trying to figure out, because... I think it does, mm. but I don't know. I think you only get bonus crit. <laughs> that's fair. I, that... Well, I will. I'll, I'll say, I will be I'll, more clear next time. I will say because this is the first time, we'll give it a pass and say you aim for the head. Okay. So uh, when you're choosing a part to be uh, crippled, that's a, if it hits a certain amount of damage to that part. Um, do, 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 do. That's not the part I was looking for. Ah, well, them. Okay, uh, when you're dealing, when you use an uh, attack on a foe, you can call a shot, in quotation marks, to attempt to aim for a specific party bar for the tor of the body. If the section is, the sections are torso, arms, legs, and head. Um, when it comes to a, let's see, triple play, minimizes speed, triple arms means they can do less things. Uh, when you call a shot on okay, when you call a shot on someone's head, you must beat their roll by at least three successes. But your attacks automatically crit because it is the smallest part of the body to hit. I did so that, in, right? So in this example, no, I didn't. When you attack versus my yeah, dodge, I, did. I don't know. You have to have. I had six. This says. This says you have to have three at least. Yeah, at least three successes. Okay, not more. Okay. You don't have that three more, but you have to have okay. three successes. Okay. Okay. So you say, but because it's a headshot, it's double damage. So you actually dealt six damage on your first attack. Fair. Okay. Okay. So now you're doing your second attack. Are you gonna do the same thing? I yeah, I want to beat him in the skull again. Okay. So same thing. With the gun. So. So this uh, is the hits. Roll. And five, three, one, two, three, four, five successes. Okay. 
Five successes out of eight, yeah. And he got one, two. So you deal, yeah, so you definitely hit again. So roll damage. Oops. Uh, roll eight again, and now we're talking. One, two, four. three, four. So that's eight. So you've dealt a total of 14 damage to this guy's head. As you bring your gun in there, you actually see part of the back of where you, what part of the head are you hitting? Just uh, like here. the, I'm just going to say like the side, like the side of his head. The side of the head that you hit with this like gun. The twice. skull, the side of the skull. The skull, the part of the skull that you actually hit, that part of his head actually caves in. Yes. But yes. he's still moving. Oh my That's, god. Not good. <laughs> like it hurt. Like you, you literally put a hole in this guy's head, but he's still standing. Oh, as, boy. You, as you hit it though, and as this hole exists, that same black ichor that they forced him to drink seems to start pouring out of this guy's head and just like running down the side of it. Yikes! All so right, that, that, Yikes. Might, that was Frank's turn. So it is now Jack's turn again. Yep. Well, I'm not sure what to do here. We got a guy standing directly in front of him. A guy standing behind him. Um. Hey, man, you do whatever you want to, and we'll deal with the consequences later. Yeah, basically. Uh, I'm just going to roll for that stealth real quick and see what happens with that. All right, go ahead. Okay, so one, two, three, four, Boy, five successes. Um, I'm just gonna do a general. Per- I'm gonna do a perception check, but I'm also gonna do it at a disadvantage because this guy's not really exactly cognitive anymore. Uh, so we're gonna say, yeah, that's only one success. <laughs> so he is no longer aware that you're just standing there as you kind of dunk in. Uh, so we'll say one of your actions was to start sneaking. If you wanted to start moving away, that can be your other action, if you so choose, or however you want to use your stealth at this point. <laughs> I want to roll slide of hand to steal the knife from John. <laughs> <laughs> that, he's li- that he's literally holding. Oh, okay. You could I also pick like- up the scalpel that I threw, which would be probably a lot easier. To be fair, I think I'd have to visually see that, and I was not paying attention to scalpels. <laughs> okay, um, I think last time we said this, it was a it was a con- con- contest roll of brawniness, I believe. If he's, if he's using try. if he's using sleight of hand, it would be uh, his sleight of hand against uh, Johnny's perception. I'm not actually doing that. He's literally holding it. Okay, uh, you said it. I'm just trying to plan it. <laughs> so what's Jack doing? I just want to move to where there's a like not a person in front of me when I shoot a gun. Okay, so you can move off to one of the sides, either over on the left or over on the right towards the tunnel's entrances. At that point, we'll say yeah. And on either case, there will be no one in your line of shot. Okay, uh, is either closer to the exit? They are equal distance to uh, the metro section. Or the metro okay, which everyone looks less crowded. Uh, we'll say thematically, because the way I'm picturing this in my head, uh, Frank, 
Just just to clarify, you and Mavis, when you guys approached Dougie, were you coming off of the stage left or stage right? Nah, well, for me, it's going to depend on who he was approaching. He was just coming right down the middle towards your group in general. I imagined I was on the right and then he passed me and I was on, I was like towards his back. I, in my mind, I'm behind him at this point. Closer to the exit behind? I mean, I don't really know where I was in the group to begin with, so... You walked I towards guess, him with your free thing, so he should just be, like, right in front of you, shouldn't he? Yeah, like, that's what I'm gonna say. Like, maybe he's just right in front of me. Like, we'll just assume, like, he came at me. I don't know. And then he, then he went to move to the side. So we'll say... We'll just say for argument's sake that both Mavis and Frank were closer to the right side of the uh, station's exits. So if you want to move towards the left, there'd yeah, be nobody the on side. that side. Okay. So you're moving out there and you're getting your, your uh, uh, line of sight ready for your next uh, actions. So with that in mind, it would then be the NPC's turn. The NPC, now feeling the impact of the skull, is going to try to use one of its attacks to actions to attack Frank, who just caved part of his skull in. That's fair, yeah. Okay, I don't believe... Yeah, he doesn't have a weapon on him currently, so it's gonna be just straight up brawn. So while you're doing that, I'm gonna ask you a question. Defending myself, what are my options? Just the roll, like... You have the option of trying to dodge it with agility, plus any skills okay. you have with that, or you can have the option to try to take the hit and try to block, which is your brawniness plus anything you have towards that skill. Uh, damage soaking would be something towards that, right? Yes. Okay, cool. Alright, I have dodging times two and damage soaking, uh, but that would leave me with six for agility and seven for bronze, so just so either way, you basically, have to, you basically have to beat two successes. Okay, perfect. So that should be easy. Um, I'm gonna attempt to dodge. So... That's going to be six. Oops. Famous last words. That should be easy. Oh, I got two. <laughs> okay, well, let's say that just evens out because you're doing damage soaking. So we'll just say, like, he hits you. No, 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 no. That's dodging. That was dodging. Oh, okay. So you, you barely scrape out of the way. Like, his like his hit when he tries to strike you, he just, like, grazes at the back of your, uh, like, on your side, like, with, like, the nails. So I like he, like, it. just misses you. And because the first one missed, uh, this guy has been generating some electricity in the other arm, and he's going to try mm -hmm. to blast you close up with a hit of, uh, of, uh, I think it's, uh, lightning. I, you know, it's the plasma, but I'm trying to remember the name of it. Uh, uh Electrobolt. Okay, uh, that one, I believe we're going to try and uh, do the damage soaking. Yeah, luckily for you, he wasn't exactly the smartest guy to begin with, so... Uh, you have to uh, beat two, six, two successes. Now, now I'm going to ask this question. Can I base what I try to do dependent on his successes or do I am I set to do what I stated before you rolled I would prefer you whatever you decide you wanted to do before I roll would be what you okay did. okay so yeah we'll just go with the seven d6 for damage soaking then Woo! 
Okay. I got two successes. I got a crit failure, yeah. though. Doesn't that matter? But this yeah. is damage. Uh, uh, I'm going to say in this case, because it's not the damage that was... Because it's not dealing with the actual damage itself, but the action, I'm going to say okay. this crit fail does count. So you try okay, to dodge again fair. with the other one, but you're, you're he's just too close to you, and you can just feel like this quick burst of electricity to like shock and go through your body and you just feel like okay. your, your whole lit all your limbs like numb up for a second as if you just like touched on electric fence uh-huh. um, it's not enough to knock you on your feet but it definitely hurt okay but he, it seems like he didn't charge enough electricity in his body because clearly he's not very cognitive of what it, he's doing so it hurts but it doesn't do a lot of damage to you it's just like a short burst of electricity okay uh, with that, I will say we have 13 minutes. Maybe we can let's see if we can make it through through a couple more rounds of turns before we have to stop. Uh, we'll we'll hopefully we'll go through one more round and see where we go at that point, and then okay. Uh, we'll Did there. we skip me to go to Frank? No, I'm behind Frank. You're behind Frank. Didn't you? Didn't you forego your action? Well, no, <laughs> no, no. This is, this is the NPC's turn. Oh, oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Okay, okay, MPC okay, was okay, attacking okay. Frank. Yeah, I am We're in front of Frank. You. Yes, yes. But I'm saying he's attacking Frank. That has nothing to do with the order of turns. But you, you would be before yeah. Frank could attack. Because I gave to Skull in. Because your actions on your turn were to get in front of Soul and to prepare yours for an attack. Right. But this he, is, he this is all Frank's to reactions to the yes. NPCs. Attack and if and if he had gotten closer, you would have been able to use a reaction. But because he so because Frank attacked him directly and dealt damage, he forgo moving to try to attack Frank, which he just did not do that great on him, unfortunately. So with that in mind, it's now Soul's turn. So you got a you got a bottle of uh, a malt of cocktail in one hand. You got Johnny in front of you, ready with a knife, just ready to go. Uh, what are you doing, Soul? All right, so uh. uh do you think I can somehow, with my first action or whatever, convince those guys to like get down or like jump out of the way? Because I know, basically do do a fire in the hole type situation. And yeah, I would say if you want to choose your first action to warn and announce the attack, I will give both of them an, a reaction to try to dodge out of the way. And well, I'm going to add like fire in the hole, you know. I'm going to add to that the fact that I'm kind of stunned for a moment, and I'm probably unable to move out of the way. Um, in this case, because of how short of the, of a burst of electricity it was, you're numbed, but you can still move. It's just harder to move slightly. Okay. It's like trying to walk around on a numb leg. Okay. Okay, but uh, Soul announces that he's about to throw it, so I'll give uh. Uh, Mavis and uh, Frank a chance to move out of the way if they want to try to. If you recall, I am not directly next to the. Correct. You, you're a good zombie. I will give you the chance to move further away if you so choose. Right. Exactly. I'm gonna this choose not good. to. I don't. I don't think that's an issue. I. I will, however, petition. Um. I don't. I don't know how we're gonna do this, but I will petition that throwing the Molotov cocktail does not cost him a move since uh, he prepared a reaction in the last turn. Yeah, but we're, we're just saying that while he's throwing it, he's shouting at you guys to move, so it's, this is all happening at once. Oh. I mean, I guess I could move back some, but I mean... That's, that's, that's just, that's that's just narrative. 
Yeah. So I we'll mean, say unless he crit fails on his accuracy and then throws way past, or uh, throws it straight down at our feet where I'm kneeling. So we'll say we'll say creatively if Mavis feels like he's a safe spot, he has the option to move. He does not have. He does not have to. Um, Frank, are you trying to move out of the way? So. Like, just given the situation here, he's warning us as he's cocking back to throw this thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know that I could really even get out of the way enough to, like, make a difference because it's going to bust and it's going to go whoosh. And I'm probably going to get burned anyway, so... Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to ask you to just roll straight agility. Because because you got stunned a little bit, I'm going to take away your dodge roll skill. I'm just going to ask you straight agility. Well, and here's the thing, like, you you don't know that I'm going to throw it before you try to get out of the way. Yeah, so you're just trying to get out of the way in general. Well, yeah, I'll roll roll the four. I like that idea. Because, yeah, because you are... I don't really want to... I want to take it out of my, like, the decision out of my hands here because of what happened. Oh, yeah, you dodge. Oh, yeah. You literally, you're a big guy. You got some muscles. You pretty much just lurch back. Whatever is happening, you don't know what's going to happen, but you, you take a good, healthy hop backwards, and you're out of the direct line. So, uh, Mavis, if you're or Mavis, Soul, if you're wanting to throw the Molotov cocktail now with your other action, I'll call that a ranged attack. So yeah, ranged. I got three. I got uh, agility six plus range proficiency one, so that's seven, right? Yep. All right. Uh, you know, I fucking warned him. You know, damn. <laughs> yeah, you did. What's this roll, man? Come on. Here we go. Okay. Ooh. One, two, three. That's not bad. Three. It's so, three. So again, he doesn't have a lot of like he's not he's not an agile thing, so looking pretty agile to me. <laughs> yeah, he looks good. <laughs> oh, okay. Holy so, shit. <laughs> I, I will say, because, uh, just tell me this, just creative taste. Are you trying to throw it on him, like on his head? Are you aiming for the feet? Where are you trying I was to aiming for like a midsection. That way, if I missed, it would still be in the ballpark for some flames. Okay, yeah. So we'll say like it doesn't hit him directly, but it hits the floor around him and like hits at the legs. So okay. you're splashing with, with the splash. It's hitting the legs and starting to burn at him. So I'll do standard. We're gonna just call this uh, general burn. So we're gonna do what was incinerate? That was was a max. Yeah, I just like to let everybody know out of character that I am blasted. <laughs> I'm happy for you. I'm getting In there. Character, out of character, I'm not surprised. All right, so we'll say that spear's really good. I just want to say that I'm so glad that we have established that my white claws make me a bitch, but your crazy straw <laughs> makes you a man. No, it absolutely hey, doesn't. You never doubt a crazy straw. It says. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna just. I just did your. We just did pretty much. It's you basically just made a man-made incinerate. So you just blast him out on his legs, and we're say, gonna say that he's. His legs are burning pretty good right about now, so you dealt a good four damage with that. So his legs are, are a decent amount on fire, and there he it, boy, if he was a zombie, he'd probably be rolling on the ground screaming right now. 
but he's just kind of it's 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 affecting the body and it seems like the body's starting to like crumple and fall apart um he's getting there just not quite though all right i contributed i'm happy you did the thing so with that in mind it goes from soul to i believe mavis all right, Mavis, this guy's been hitting the skull a couple of times. His legs are now on fire, as with the small vicinity of the floor around him. What's Mavis doing? Well, his skull seems soft, and uh, keeping my distance since he is on fire, I am going to throw my other... Um, I'm going to throw my other, you know, my other scalpel. Okay, go ahead. At his head. That is it. You're learning your text, so add, go. So roll your range plus proficiency. Uh, come on, come on. Big four, bucks, four, no whammies. Two, two, and three. So two successes. Oof. So remember, he's not agile necessarily, but he did get two sixes. God damn. It happens, man. I'm sorry. This NPC is OP. It's just, no, it's not even that, like, he's trying to dodge it. It's just his movements are so awkward and, like, <laughs> odd that, like, it's hard to get a bearing of where he's going to be in the next second to line up a shot long range. Jonathan's having bad rolls. Jonathan's doing his best. So that's um, one action. Well, one of Jonathan's rolling really good. My, my other action... Um, <laughs> My other action, I would like to move to pick up my other scalpels. Okay. The, uh, scal- so the two that I have thrown, the only two that I have, I would like to pick them up and, you know, reinvite them into my inventory. So we'll say creatively, in the time that it takes everyone else to do those turns with this last action, by the time it, come, it would come around to your next turn, you would have both back. We'll say that. Radical. So is he like actively rotating? He's doing a little cha-cha around the floor, picking up the scalpels while trying to stay light on his feet. Radical. Uh, So after Mavis, it's Johnny's turn. I. Johnny would like to roll perception since the monster is looking and just kind of lumbering around the other two. Uh I would like to roll perception to see where the other party members are besides soul because i'm kneeling in front of soul so i know where he is so i'll, I'll say without you enrolling the only like you know souls behind you frank was on one side mavis was on the other um the only person you can't see is jack jack just seems to kind of like puffed into thin air again i won't even i won't even take you uh, uh, action for that hmm then maybe roll, maybe I noticed that Jack's not there, and since the battle was going in our favor, I rolled to try and locate Jack. So okay. why would you do that? Because I don't see you! Okay. <laughs> you don't need to see me! There's a giant monster! Dude, Kill it! This, dude, this dude's drunk. He doesn't know what he's doing, so he's not concerned <laughs> with what's important. So Johnny's gonna use one of his turns. It's not, it's not that I'm not concerned with what important i can see that the monster is crumbling from being on fire he's been bashed in the skull he's been lit he's still, on fire he's still, he's still moving he's just he's still like moving but where okay okay gm where is he moving to what direction he is was he still moving? he's still moving towards you and soul at this point because you guys are the only ones that have stayed still this entire time well then 
go home, Johnny. You're drunk. That's a lot of logic for somebody that's lit. Well, what, what I'm saying is, is like, how? What is the distance between me and Soul and where John, where where Frank was baiting, crashing okay. his skull in? So I'll, I'll go ahead and say, if if the NPC had had a chance to move again towards you guys, he would have been right in front of you. But instead, because Frank attacked him, he he forgo he forwent moving to try to deal with that. So he's about one movement away from being on top of you guys. Okay, then I would like to roll. My first action would be to roll to check to see where Jack is because I don't know. He's the only one I don't know where he's at. Sure, roll roll a general perception. That's leadership, right? Leadership plus if you have anything towards perception, add that. Bearing in mind, you have to try to... Ooh, it, that's your... I did not roll anything yet. I, I, okay, I'm just checking Jack's stealth to see how well he hid. Oh, okay, well... Cause he got I don't it. find anything. Okay, my... Wait. Okay, so my next, act, my next action would be to... I lied. He's distracted. Shoot him in the head. To stall behind me. All right. Okay, so we'll say your action is to try to motivate Soul to try to finish this on his turn. So we'll say that's your other action. With that in mind, it goes to Frank. Oh, so I'm like, can we get an idea of how far away I have moved from this person uh, because of the Molotov cocktail and all that stuff. Like, give me yeah. best guess. So I would say because you jogged, you pretty much just give a good, you gave a good hearty jump to get out of the way. I would say it would take you one action of movement to get back on top of him. Close enough to do melee, if that's what you're trying to do. Or you could shoot the gun from where you are. I can't. I think I want to get closer to him to shoot him point so, blank in the head. So, so it's basically a difference of if you want to take two shots at range versus one attack close range. That's what it comes down to. Uh, no, I want to get. I want to move to get closer, and then I want to shoot him point blank in the head. Okay, so roll your ra- or your melee. So Brian is plus your proficiency. Now, you know I'm not meleeing. I'm shooting him in the head. Okay, you're just doing it close. Close, close less like I'm going to move to him with the first action okay. and then shoot him. So I'll say because you're doing it close range. Uh, yeah, you're doing it close range. It's going to be easier to hit him. I'll give you an extra D6. Why not? Okay, so what would I need to roll for? Uh, it, so it's still, your, it's still your range. So it's your agility plus your range proficiency. Okay, Plus which I have none of. Closer. So five, which I have none of. Plus, and then he's going to... Come on, baby. We'll see if it's... Come on. No. Come on. That's, no, no, you got it. Yeah, he only got one success. Yeah, that's I got no success. Get that. Oh. Yeah, no. You sh- In the last second, his body just jerks out of the way. <laughs> yeah, mi- you missed from a foot away. Alright, that's nice. Alright, so what's the consensus here now? It's 10 o'clock. Do we want to leave it on a cliffhanger to see how this all wraps up next time? Fine with that. I mean, I'm really not sold at the 10 o'clock ending, but, you know, it's 9 o'clock for me, not 10 o'clock. Well, it's 9 o'clock for me too, but... I feel like we're close to ending this 
fight, maybe we can just finish the fight. What say soul? Let's ask uh, soul. Well, out of character, can we know how much HP this piece of shit has? Okay, so you dealt the four before. Uh, Frank dealt. I want to say what? Uh, it was the it was eight 14. 14 so it's 18. He's got about. Mm, I was trying to make him. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Tell us, do you think we could, if, if everything went if, right, if, could we finish took, it on the next you, turn? If, if everyone, if people dealt moderate damage on this one more turn, you guys could kill it. It's he's not made for long lasting. He's just tougher because of how awkward and like zombified he is. He's tougher than the average human. And so basically, we need to get we need to get through this next turn as quickly and efficiently as possible. And yeah, all right. I mean, sure. Why not? Let's do one more round, and then you know, if he doesn't drop, then we end it. Okay. Okay. Well, I have a good feeling of how this is going to wrap up anyway, because Jack is hidden, and he has two actions if he wanted to shoot this guy from a hidden location. What if I wanted to shoot the people who were threatening to shoot me? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm a foot away from the guy, so you could probably accidentally hit me. Well, that sounds like so, something a rat would do, but that's all hey, I need. Jack, take your turn, man. Take your turn. Take your uh, shot, Jack. Do I get, like, a bonus from yes. being stealthy? So, okay. because you, you had this line, your shot lined up, and you, you took the time to get hidden, I'll say you get an extra dice because of that. Okay, would a headshot be easier? I would also argue that the monster does not have the opportunity to dodge. Sure, we'll, we'll, I'll go ahead and say that because you got this lined up, you've been waiting for this shot, and because he just jerked from Frank's shot, he as he's coming back up, you take this shot. So I will, I'll, I'll, I'll concede to that, and I won't even do a dodge roll for it. Okay. What would be a benefit to taking aim? If I was to take aim, or is that not a thing? Uh, I would I would argue that you probably uh, probably took aim last time when you were getting ready and in this spot before. So I would say you already have it lined up if you're wanting to shoot. Just okay. theatrically. So you have it um, lined on, and you get the extra dice because you're, you're hidden and you had this shot prepared. So this first shot, you get an extra D6 for you if you're wanting to shoot him. Okay, radical. So with with ranged stuff, if you if you decide to fire with both hands, you give yourself an extra dice to hit. Okay, so roll one more d6 for me, just because I already opted you one. So I'm assuming are you are you using both actions to shoot at him, or are you wanting to shoot twice? We'll say we'll ask that. I'm shooting twice. Okay. So you okay? So we'll say we'll just keep it at the eight d6, and I'll give you an extra one for the next shot too. So he's not dodging. Um, so that's, that's, that's enough successes, so roll damage for that. So, I think the revolver's still 8d6, I believe. Yeah. So roll that for the damage, and, uh, are you, just, before you roll it, where are you aiming for? I was aiming for the head. Okay, and you got three successes, so that's, you know, that's fine. I have four successes. No, I'm saying you needed three, that's, that's what I meant. Oh, okay. That's five successes. No, oh, it's five. It is five, but you only needed three, so. Oh, I thought that was the damage. My bad. Is that? No, that was. Is that? Uh, it is. Oh, okay. It, that's the damage. The so top thing was the aim. That's that's ten. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, first shot in the head. That same spot. Uh, are you aiming for that open spot where uh, Frank was knocking in before? 
that's not well yeah it would be because then they make up the side profile all right so, so there, no matter what i mean yeah you know, so bullet. we'll say you hit you hit through that head the first shot forces a hole through the other side and it just kind of fumbles there and it's like barely standing up at this point go ahead and take your second shot okay the second shot i would like to aim for the spinal column okay we're, we're still called out the head so you, if you get three successes it lands Yep, roll your damage. <laughs> yeah, you shoot this thing right in the spine. My God. And dead. just so dead. And that thing yeah. landed the Don't way it hit through the spine. Like, it just literally caused the whole thing to just burst and his head pops off from the impact. Don't I get crit on top of my crit because I got Yeah, that's what I'm saying, because th that's what I'm saying, because so you don't you don't get damage. crit on damage. No, the that's true, because we doubled it. Well, he, yeah, but there remember, was something in there about having crit damage. So when you're aiming, it just means it's double. When you're when you're aiming, it's it's normally double anyway. But because you're aiming for basically the head anyway, it's automatically double damage because you require three successes to hit it. No, uh, I'm saying wasn't it triple damage? I don't remember. I could have sworn. I could have sworn I was nah, thinking, but we can get into double. That. It's just it, doubled. It's it, not triple. It, it, it's double, but even if it, in either case, this thing's dead. His head just pops off his neck and drops into the ground, and the body just goes onto the knees, plops down on the floor. This thing is gone. Cliffhanger. Done. Cliffhanger. Yeah. Right here. Fair enough. All right, nice, well. shot. <laughs> nice shot. Nice shot. That was a good job. The one that everyone was having hesitations about came in and the pinched and finished this thing off as he hides in the shadows. I have been yeah, doing that from every the fucking time. shadows. Either as an assassin or as a fucking ninja. We don't fucking know yet. <laughs> I also gave him the Molotov, so I count that That's for me. true. Yeah. That's true. So, he did. He did. I'm, obviously, I'm not doing this yet, but <laughs> I will say out of character that next round i'm going to walk up to jack and like shake his hand and apologize for You're basically hating him stealth away so, uh, i am <laughs> but we'll find out what i'm happens. not explaining my reasoning unlike that bitch jack we're oh my find, bad prank we're gonna find out what happens next time so thank you everybody who listened to this episode of welcome to rapture we hope that you enjoyed it uh does anyone have some tags to throw out before we close up for Plugs. good? Plugs! The Avaricious Gaming. Look at the tag, but I'm sure it'll be in the description because I'm too drunk to spell, as always. Uh, <laughs> wow. Don't forget, I can see more nerds play. Oh, and, and nerds play. And, like, yo, just, like, listen to the Spotify. It's cool as fuck. Yeah. yeah Jonathan's doing I'm a great job of that. Thanks. I'm only going to give credit to the Spotify and to Jonathan for his work uh, because my channel's not really about all this stuff. Yeah. But yeah. So we appreciate you, man. Thank you for your work on that. And thanks to everyone's hard work on this episode. Uh, if you liked it, you know, don't be afraid to leave us a positive review. Tell your friends about it. Share the word. <laughs> share the fun. And thank you so much for watching. We'll see you and guys. And tune next in next time. I am for more adventures in Rapture, you pieces of nah, beautiful okay. gold. Uh, I am. Okay. I am. I am only going. My to plug pieces of beautiful Scottish gold. Oh, I would like to plug the film reroll as the my favorite podcast and also like a big inspiration to me wanting to try to do something like this. Okay. 
sounds I would like to uh, plug Johnny's piss bottles. Uh, they are very potent. You can get them for $4.99 a pop. They will get you fucked up and they explode sometimes and catch your enemies on fire. They're an incendiary uh, force to be reckoned with. So thank you, Johnny, for your piss. $4.99 a fucking steal, dude. <laughs> Caleb, is there anything you want to throw out there while you got a second? Uh, saved them again last minute. That's all I have to say. <laughs> good, good last words. That's I'm the villain. Good last words. We'll see what happens next time. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you all next episode. Bye. Well, we did promise mischief and mayhem. Our rowdy rapture boys did deliver as they had to deal with the horrible repercussions of bad decisions made by weird cloaked figures as they decided to desecrate poor sweet Dougie and force dealing with those things onto our beloved rapture boys. It just goes to show what happens when you fall in with the wrong crowd. A bunch of guys hopped up on some weird juice, spouting off powers and doing weird things with science. Be careful, kids. Sometimes knowledge isn't power. Sometimes knowledge leads to hedonistic acts of domestic terrorism. God, this shit's crazy, this fucking game that Andrew's making us put on the air. Hey, uh, hey, John over there, before you leave, what what do you think about all this shit that's going on? Um, so, first of all, don't call me John, my name's Jonathan. Yeah, dude, shit's pretty crazy. I don't, I don't know how much Andrew's got to do with this. It sounds like you're, you know, kind of being conspiracy theorist guy, but, like... John, what do you think? Oh, you know, man. It's just, you know, we get a set kind of script that we go with. Sometimes people kind of ad-lib and go nuts with it. But, you know, it's all theatrics. These people are just all actors trying to get their spotlight five minutes of fame. You know how it is. Have you heard about this shit that this guy's talking about? Like, he's... This guy's saying that all this stuff is actually happening around Rapture and, like... I don't know. Do you think that's true? I haven't seen or heard anything. Then again, like, you know, I don't, I don't pay attention to the news or anything. Uh, yeah, pal. There's really these people that are getting raised from the dead. And I know we live at the bottom of the ocean, but I'm gonna need you to try to tone it down a little bit with this. What if? Like, it's a story. I don't need you to invest fully into it. Just, you know, enjoy the story. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought we were like just narrative fiction shit, but. I don't know, this guy's got me thinking, dude. Maybe maybe some of this stuff is actually happening. Like, I don't... I, I mean, who am I to say? I don't know. I I live in a pretty good part of Rapture, and it's pretty close by, so it's not like I have... I don't know. I just kind of, like, come to work and I go home. I don't really do much else. No, I mean, I hear you. We get a pretty nice setup with everything, and you're, you know, average Joe's ready to welcome, you know, whatever they want. But just because I listen to, you know... Uh, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein doesn't mean I'm going to think that someone's going to get reanimated every five minutes and walking back on the earth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Heard, dude. This, I don't know, man. 
Uh, what would you think if it, if it, okay, so like devil's advocate here, if this shit is really happening and like, or like, even if it's not right. So it's not true. Right. So we'll just, we'll just say it's not true. Why, why is he having us play this show? It really does seem like he's pushing this shit and it's kind of like, I don't know, man. I always thought the idea of plasmids were really cool, but he's, I don't know, we're kind of playing, I don't know, like, you know, those fuckers that think that cigarettes are bad for you. I don't know. Look, man, I'm going to tell you, like I told the last radio gig I have, why does a Lone Ranger have to ride off in the sunset on his, on his own on his horse with just Kimosabe behind him? Why does every single Western show that we put on these gigs have to have some dramatic shootout at the end? It's all theatrics. Somebody needs something to listen to at the end of their long day to get themselves to feel a little bit better before they take that one drink and go to bed. Average Joe needs something to look forward to just like everybody else. It's entertainment, it's fantasy, and at the end of the day, it's just good times. Yeah. Part of me feels like that's what he wants us to believe, though. You know what I mean? Like, there's some... I, I definitely am starting to... Like, the more I talk about it, the more I think that something shady's going on. I don't know, man. Yeah, because there's really a cult waiting around the corner to induct just anybody into it and bring them all along. Look, you can be that next parishioner going down the aisle if you want. I just think that sometimes people need a boogeyman around the corner just to worry about, just to make sure they're on their P's and Q's. But at the end of the day, it's just like any other boogeyman. It's just something to make sure that you're on your best behavior. Yeah, yeah. This game, though, this is such a weird... I've never seen anything like a game like this. Fucking... 1958 people don't do shit like this man like we're supposed to be this you know high society the smartest people in rapture they couldn't come up with a better game giving us like a half-baked thing to come up with come on well, you never know you know we're, we're rapture we're supposed to be on the cusp of the cutting edge maybe this is stuff that you know Sometime in the future, 10, 20, 30 years from now, maybe this is the game that all the kids are going to be playing and getting all excited about, as if rolling dice and making up stories is going to be what, you know, average Joe playing football is going to want to do in their free time. But, you know, it's something nice to think about. Yeah, 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 right. 10, 20, 30 years. Yeah, 1980, people are going to be sitting around a table rolling dice, pretending they're wizards and shit. Yeah, come on. And maybe baseball won't be the favorite pastime of every 10-year-old kid out there. <laughs> Likely story. 